Hello, hello. Welcome to Tavern Ramblings. I'm John, and I'm brought to you with... Andrew from Losers Locations. We're going to talk about some nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Today we have, uh, we've kind of split up these first few sessions based on looking at the classes, based on, and we were trying to think about how to organize them. And so one of the ways we're like, let's go Marshall, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, what counts as Marshall? And so we came up with Ranger, Rogue, uh, who else we put in Fighter, there? Fighter, Barbarian. Yeah. And monk. monk. And Monk. Yep. And throwing in Monk. Can't forget Monk. Yeah, like you... most people do. <laughs> yeah. Um, like we totally didn't just do. Uh, but then we were like, you know what? Then we can do a Divine. We can do an Arcane. Like, mm -hmm. But we wanted to start out with Marshall, right? And, and kind of bring us there. And we wanted to start off the first episode, too, with like one of the basics of Dungeons & Dragons or TTRPGs in general. And the most basic thing of whenever you create a character, whenever you start a new campaign, is the first question is... What class do I want to play? And that comes up probably even more so than what race you want to be or what heritage or bloodline you want, depending on the wording or whatever you say of whatever specific uh, mechanics that you're using. But there, and like to be like the most basic of the basic, you take a sharp object and you stick the pointy end into it, a monster. And that's just that's martial all the way. And that's a, a good place to start. Yeah, and I think that's great for people who are kind of getting their, their feet wet with um, most TTRPGs, right? Is going to martial because spells can get complicated real quick. Um, being the support class healer can also, you know, because, you know, you have to balance support with yeah. role playing and then also how offensive do you want to be? Yeah, we're, as a we're, summoning, we're summoning the spirit of Mary in this discussion who specifically hates looking at spell charts and spell lists and picking out spells and all that stuff, which is understandable. Can't relate, but yeah, it's fine. fine. <laughs> so, uh, one of the first questions I have for you, Andrew, is mm -hmm. who's what's your favorite martial class? Like, do you have one, and why? Why? why I do one? have a, a favorite martial class, and it's not the one I should say that because, like, I have one that I think is the best, and then I have my favorite one. Because back in the day when 3.0 was running rampant and making taking the world by storm, back in uh, <laughs> my very first character was a ranger. And that they've just had a, a very special place in my heart, even if I don't necessarily play one currently. I always like to make like a few NPCs that kind of remind me of like my old ranger character, and it's always fun. And a lot of the times, uh, John will kind of make some ranger characters. I'm just like, oh, there he is, and it's just—it's not my character, but I'm, I'm happy to see him. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm glad you brought up Ranger because that was my first uh, mm -hmm. class as well. I played uh, Draco, and mm -hmm. um, I grew up reading Driz Durden books by Ari mm -hmm. Salvatore, and uh, I just loved—you know—he was a Drow Ranger, mm -hmm. by the way. And it was just so cool to kind of have that. And now, Rangers kind of—we'll we'll get there—they've they've kind of lost their way a little bit, which is ironic considering they're the tracking specialists. Yeah. yeah. At least back Survival then. checks galore. Yeah. yeah, like that was the whole thing was like you had a ranger and he was like, back in 3.0, the reason you would take a ranger is because he had like all of the two-handed, the two-weapon fighting feats just built into it back when feats were like a big deal. And that's what I, I played him as. I played him as a dual wielding, oh, I hit, I hit somebody and then I hit again built him into like this whirling dervish of just of slaying monsters and then at some time and then sometimes he shot a bow yeah but that that wasn't that wasn't my focus did you do the companion stuff too like did you like having like a ranger companion or? uh he did not have a companion only because uh we were 12 at the time and okay. the dm was like i don't want to deal with all of the yeah the it gets complicated real quick right yeah there's a lot of stuff to keep track of at that point and we were kind of like new 
Eventually, he got a uh, a tiger companion back when he was he was like when he got to like level 15, 16. And at that point, we were a little bit older and we had more like ability to keep track of all this stuff. And he was actually the only character that I've ever gotten to level 20 from oh, one. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that's we cool. went from one to 20. Oh. So there will be cussing if people watch this. Yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to earn that explicit tag. But like, this was over the, but like his adventures went over the course of like five to six years. So like. And we played all the time because we were kids. We had nothing else to do. Yeah. No, and this, sounds... this was before everyone had a smartphone. It sounds wonderful. Um, <laughs> where's, where's the negative side of this? Yeah. Well. Oh, well, you're bored. Oh, well, go outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so that's, would you say that's your favorite one? Or, that's they... my favorite. I do think that fighters, especially back in 3.0 and 3.5, had a, a huge edge. Because like in, in 5.0 or 5th edition... They have bonus feats, and bonus feats in 3.0 was massive because there was a giant like branching tree of feats and like stuff you could build off of, and like there was one where like the end of one of the trees was called Great Cleave, which was if you kill something, go again, no limit. Huh. <laughs> it was wild, and there wasn't even like it was very very horde breaker in a way. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I actually built a warlock with that kind of same build towards it, so that. Every time I would hit my Eldritch Blast that branched into a bunch of things, if somebody died, I would get to go again. Nice. And it would just continue forever. So anytime there was like an AO that someone needed, like not necessarily an AOE air quotes for that, but like if there was a bunch of like weaker enemies, like, oh, okay, I got this. And it, he would just obliterate everything. It was great. Orwalks were a lot of fun in 3.5 as well. Yeah. Yeah. So fight, fighter, I mean, and fighters seem like they've, they've stayed pretty strong with the five. 5e as well. Fighters have such a strong core concept. Like, you ask somebody what is a fighter, and they're gonna tell you like it's a guy. He's got some weapons. Doesn't it could be it could be a pole arm. It could be a great sword. It could be two swords. It could be like I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. But they they know what the point of that class is. It's you're gonna go in there. You're gonna mix it up. You're gonna tussle, and it's gonna be great. And it doesn't matter if you go the more Eldritch Knight range where like. Even if you do that, it's more like an enhancement thing. Like you're just making the things that you're doing better through magic as opposed to a different kind of uh, flavor text. Like instead of the battle master having all the little uh, footworks yeah, and all of the, the martial points, martial and, points all, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. He just. Or combat maneuvers. Yeah, he just he casts yeah. a spell and he gets better. And again, it's one of those things where like, oh, I don't want to deal with spells. That's fine. But fighters have just a really good core concept. Yeah. The um, so for my my favorite is is the ranger still like uh, and especially when they made that Drake Warden oh my god the Drake Warden fixed the freaking <laughs> Beastmaster by far gave them their own action economy which I thought was needed for that um, look anytime you give a class a dragon it's gonna be better That's yeah just, it's called Dungeons and Dragons eventually you can ride it it can fly eventually the breath weapon increases with ability it's not just locked into that I have a bear and. You know, no, no offense, fix all of you, but uh, but like you know, like I have a, yeah, my wife is uh, <laughs> so mad that I said that poor trinket, uh, but the idea here is that like you know, it's it has a growing ability to it, which I really like. My 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 actually what I think is the best class, and this is a real hot take, actually real hot take. Uh, I think Monk is actually super, extremely strong. Well, and we're going to end the yeah. podcast now. Yeah. It was nice to see you guys. We're <laughs> going to go and fight off the hordes of angry people outside of our house right now. I, I really think that the Monk, when when key points are used correctly, and if the dice roll in your favor, 
uh, that stunning strike is fucking ridiculous. I think that's the problem with Monk, though, is that it has two or three really powerful things, and then all of its power budget is expended by Flurry of Blows, Stunning Mm -hmm. Strike. And bonus actions are just... Right. That's what we mean. So, like, when you have that, why would you use anything else? And that's kind of the idea. That's kind of where Monk kind of is like, oh, it was a really... It mainlines you, it mainstreams you. It it really just... There's one thing to do. It's the best thing to do. Just do it. And the fact that it is basically that it's a universal thing. Like all monks get that. Yeah. So like now you're into the point where okay, now we need a subclass for a monk, mm-hmm. where you're not probably not going to use that subclass's abilities because you're going to be using the baseline monk. Yeah, and I think the the best example of balancing that was taking way of the open hand, the go-to monk, mm-hmm. right, versus the uh, the four elements, right? right? Because now they can throw like almost like elemental spells, you sure. know, and. Th- Realistically, if I get Ice Knife as a as a yeah. bonus action, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I might use that instead of Flurry of Blows, yeah. you know. But damn, way of the open ham, uh, open ham, oh, way of open hand, open ham. Uh, the <laughs> way, the quivering way of palm thing, yeah, the quivering palm thing. Oh my god, that will fuck someone's day. Like, yeah, so. yeah, no, for sure. And but again, that's that was one of the things that people didn't really resonate with with the monk, where it's feels like it's one of those things where like if you dip into it and you get like the baseline first or second third level it you get just enough to, like to be pretty good like it's like that's enough to get like the flavor of monk and on and the idea of like oh man the monk that's where we're gonna put our avatar the last airbender yeah, elemental yeah. stuff going like it's like yeah that's really cool i'm gonna use flurry of blows and stunning and strike and still get my <laughs> other two and imagine if you know if you're if you get attack extra attack and then flurry of blows yeah. like shit that's a lot yeah it's a lot i'm also thinking about just just have this in my mindset if you multi-class into rogue thief uh-huh. where you get the extra bonus action mm-hmm. now essentially couldn't i flurry of blows twice um i don't know maybe, maybe this is like uh, i'd have to look at the handbook i would have to i would have to look that yeah up. but if i got attack attack flurry of blows extra bonus action to flurry of blows that would be crazy um, that would be pretty crazy uh that might be like, I think that would be to the discretion of your DM, unless yeah. it is specified somewhere that I haven't seen. And you know what? I've but never yeah. played a monk uh, in, in 5e. I've just been, like, watching monks. And, you yeah. know, uh, a good example of Critical Role is uh, Beauregard is a good example of a monk. Um, I believe a homebrew class, right? Cobalt Soul. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it is interesting. Like, the, if you multi-class monk with something else, maybe they do get better, you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, I'm thinking Barbarian Rage taking half damage <laughs> while freaking also being a tank up front. Like, jeez, that could be ridiculous. Yeah, very true. Is it the, I think it's the Barbarian, and, and we can go ahead and switch to Barbarian a little bit too to talk about it since we haven't yet. But Barbarian has a totem subclass. I think it's the Bear, mm-hmm. if I remember right, where they're resistant to like everything. They're resistant to everything except for Psychic. That's ridiculous. That's like, a, holy shit. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh my god. We can, we can switch into Barbarian because the, the big old... Get a big get a big axe, find a big guy, and then swing your big axe at the big guy. That's like that is so meat and potatoes Dungeons and Dragons TTRPG. It's so good. It's just fun to do. And then the idea that it's a tank character, but you're tanking that because you're like good at dodging or that you're heavily armored. You just don't give a shit. Yeah. It's like, oh man, he almost took my arm off. That's okay. I take half damage from slashing. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, like you just get a bunch of health points. 
you see those numbers go up on your character sheet where like you're at level five and you've got twice as much health as the person next to you. And you just feel like I'm gonna beat the shit out of everything because I got this big old thing that does 1d12 damage whenever I hit something plus, you know, my plus five strength that I have because I'm a barbarian. Do you do you remember, gosh, it was uh, the Long Road or our off mm-hmm. uh, screen campaign. Do I remember that? Yeah. yeah. Cat, Cat was playing Holly Molly, mm-hmm. a barbarian with a fucking hammer that was like filled with booze that yeah. she kept drinking. Yeah. She was a tank. Yeah. Like, and she was this little halfling or something like that with a dress of many pockets. And, and like, I remember she was fighting a monk played by Nate. Nate was doing, this is in the void, that whole like arena fight we had. Yeah, we all had our own, we all had like NPCs. Randomly generated. <laughs> well, it wasn't randomly generated. You guys made the NPCs and basically handed them out to everybody. So we got to kind we'll of experience it. some different characters. And I, I kept my character that they gave me. I'm like, I'm going to keep this character. This is really good. Coltrane. Coltrane. But uh, Nate was playing a, a not a hat, not a hat, who was a mannequin monk, drunk, uh, yeah. uh, way way of the drunken fist or something like something that. Like that. Yeah, um, but he was a mannequin that has a hat, a sentient hat that brought him to life. Mm-hmm. And it was just fight between a monk mannequin and this halfling barbarian, and it was epic. With a mall that was three times the size. Oh was, my god, it was, it was so, so much fun. fun. It was so good. Barbarians are fun to watch. They really are. Barbarians are it, like. I think she had two. Was it two hit points, Cat? Oh, it was very close. But yeah, just but it's it's Barbarian is one of those ones where you can hand it to a new player and they'll know more or less how to handle that character. Because no matter what deviation you go to on the subclass, the it's in a different way than the monk because you will use the different things in your subclass. Like if you use the bear totem, you're going to use the bear totem because you get resistance to everything. Like, that's a specific subclass that you have to go, and like a specific path down that subclass. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a very niche thing that you can choose to do, but you're always going to be like the big guy who goes in and does some stuff. Or, you know, you could subvert it and be like a goblin that's just a little spinny, like, but, but you like go and Beyblade on people. Yeah. But, you and know. It, and it, I think that kind of brings us a little bit into the next question, too, with mm-hmm. stats. Yeah. Right when you're making a barbarian in one of these martial classes, mm-hmm. and we all remember because we haven't talked much about rogue, but we'll, I'm sure we can definitely talk about rogue stats, right? Rogue is definitely a outlier to the martial subsect that we're looking at here. So I think setting them aside for just a moment, we'll get to them. We love rogues. They have a different skill set, and like rangers are kind of in this too, but rangers can go either way. You're gonna want first and foremost. Constitution. No, you want Constitution. <laughs> you thought I was like no. What you want is Constitution because if you're a main, if you're a martial class, you're gonna be in the thick of it. You're in the front lines. You're yeah. You're yeah. a vanguard. Yeah, you're gonna be the point man. You're gonna be going out there making sure like if anyone's trying to st- mess stuff up, anyone's trying to start a fight, you're gonna be the one that's gonna be like, hey, over here, me, please. Unless you're a very specific subject of like two other things, but we'll get to them at a different time in a different place. Uh, but yeah, you're going to want constitution. You're going to want to be able to stay up as much as you can. You're going to want to be resistant to poisons and that kind of thing, because there's going to be a lot of, especially low level characters. They have to deal with monsters that have mm-hmm. a lot of poisons. Yep. You're going to have traps from like kobolds and goblins that are going to have a lot of poisons. And, and just to kind of clarify for the audience, when you say poisons, you mean both one poison damage, right? Mm-hmm. But also the poison stat. You got to make constitution. Stage, I feel like the, right? po- the poison stat is way more dangerous yeah, the condition than, of it, right? than taking poison damage. Because taking poison damage usually like, oh yeah, you got like a poison like, needle comes in, you take one damage plus one D 
four plus one d six poison damage. Yeah, unless you're fighting like and a then drow you, shadow blade, you're fine. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking low level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're level two and they're going against drow, you're like, oh, okay, hold on a second now. <laughs> but don't monk shit. Don't monk shit. Don't monk shit will help. Well. Yeah, because uh, that's that's definitely something else. But yeah, you want constitution. I think first and foremost, there's no you're never gonna not you may not necessarily want to put that as like your main stat, but you want it to be at least your secondary stat. It's yeah. crucial that you do not dumb constitution. Yeah, yeah, and, and constitution um, is one of those things that like you know one it levels with with you right your mm-hmm. hp just constantly gets bigger mm-hmm. um if you ever take the tough feet or you know we're not going to talk feats really but like you know if you get to those other things constitution big you know role playing getting drunk right yeah. it makes a difference there absolutely and boy, do some barbarians like to drink when we typecast them you know yeah, like well, you know that's or at least D&D characters they, just like to drink with that. D&D characters like to drink and <laughs> barbarians are very dungeons and dragons it's it's very like hey we're going we, we went out, we beat the dragon, we're gonna go, we're gonna drink. Like, yeah. That's just kind yep. of, it makes, that's the the, the role play you wanna do, cause that sound, it's just the stereotypical one at least. If you're like me and you've done it for, you know, 20 years, like, ah, the tavern's like, ah, it's fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's, you wanna get to like the meat and potatoes if you're, if you're like me, but that's neither here nor there really. So would you say that the class or the weapon affects when you think strength or dex? Like, you know, because, you know, martial classes, you gotta, you gotta think one of those, right? Strength or dex. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I'm thinking rogue, I probably want to go dex, right? Rogue, you always want to go dexterity. Unless you're doing something specific that's trying to subvert the archetype. But ranger's but, interesting, right? Ranger's kind of different. Ranger's, I feel like ranger's appear different, and, like, you can do interesting things with ranger's, but there are so many things on the ranger's kit that lends itself to dexterity. Like the two up in fighting, like mm-hmm. to do that, you need probably a finesse light weapon, fi- a, light, light finesse. a yep. lighter finesse weapon. You're thinking scimitar, short sword, something along those if lines. And then like the opposite, what you're doing is like an archery thing. Archery, you're probably gonna you're gonna need dex for that. Yeah. Ranger leans towards dex, and it's one of those things where it's one of the limitations of fifth edition, where dexterity is just like kind of like the uber stat, where like there's everything. so many things that go off of dexterity. Like you yeah. get your you get your initiative, you get like some bit to your armor class. Dexterity-based, like, finesse weapons and, and archer. Um, Stealth is really important. Yeah. Acrobatics, if your DM Which is, can sub sometimes for, for athletics, well, that's what right? I'm saying. If, you're, if your DM is benevolent and, and like, I was like, yes, you can use acrobatics if you want to. Like, in the in a new setting, dexterity is always, like, somebody who's new to DMing or new to playing the game, you're going to want to do dexterity because that's going to be the thing that makes the most sense, going to have the most impact on your gameplay and then if you, once you get off uh, and then like once you get off of that once you get into strength then you're going into your barbarians you're going into your fighters you're going into your monks kind of because monks have their own kind of thing where they get bonuses for other things like you can i think you can add your wisdom stuff to your to your monk instead of like you can add like your it's basically like your oh yeah base, your wisdom gets added to yeah yep, like through yep. all this stuff so like, that's that's another thing that is specific to monks because barbarians get constitution added to there yeah, exactly right? yeah so yeah like but strength if you want to have a big weapon if you want to do a lot of damage right out the gate strength is obviously where you want to go if you're if your dm is doing encumbrance oh you that's want, true that affects you yeah. want to have strength you want to have someone in your party that has strength just so they can be like the the essential the, the pack mule dude i'm feeling that in baller's gate three right now yeah you, i don't put strength in my characters I ever know. usually so. I, know. <laughs> oh, man, I can't carry i this, can't man. carry shit shadow heart please i'll say <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, you, what do you mean I can't pick up this gnome and throw it at the <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking also for, let's say, Barbarian, right? They they want to go away from the, the two, like the heavy weapon, right? The two-handed weapon. They go double hand axes, right? Sure. Those use a strength stat, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, so like that, that's... Throwing weapons are, use, use strength, that's right. Yeah, and so like, you know, and sometimes you get like interesting ones, like a dagger you can technically use because it's finesse, right? It can mm -hmm. technically use it. You but hand axes are, are interesting because they, they are strength, yeah. you know what I mean? All Based, strength. so that kind of goes into it. And then I was thinking fighter, fighters can go anything, right? I can have yeah. a heavy strength fighter yeah. or I can be Percy and be all decks. You know right. what I mean? And so yeah, there and that's and that's what I was talking about earlier when you talk about a fighter like they're so versatile in what they can do. They're so there's so many different ways you can go about. You can use your different like fighting styles like oh, do you and like then you can go the opposite way too. You can be a defensive fighter as well. Mm -hmm. You just get a big shield, try and protect people. Take the defense fighting style yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah, we could do like a plus one to your AC. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then the, you get you get some feats like uh, Sentinel, and you just it's very difficult for you to be just pushed off of whoever you're trying to protect. I mean, think of that too. Mm -hmm. You take heavy armor, which has let's well, say an 18 AC, mm -hmm. right? Then you throw in a shield that's plus two your AC. Mm -hmm. Then you take the defensive stat that's plus one your AC. That's 21, right there. That's 21. That's, that's probably going to be more towards when you're level four or five because yeah. you're not going to be able to afford uh, full. Excuse full me, heavy full plate. plate. Yeah, the uh, the uh, you're gonna go medium armor probably at first. You're probably gonna have a medium armor, yeah. or if you have a heavy armor, it's gonna be like splint mail, or it's not yeah, gonna be your be full splint scale, something, something yeah. along those. It's lines. not gonna be like full plates, full eighteen decks with like all this stuff. You're gonna have some issues with that, but like, but yeah, no, armor is always good to have if you don't plan on having a dex character. If you want to just mm -hmm. be strength con, and then like maybe put in a little bit of wisdom because you want your character to like be able to. You know, observe Perceive and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Just for all those, uh, for all those perception checks that you're gonna and, have to be running into. And you could argue that a fighter, more than a ranger, can actually make the better archer, right? I mean, because they get all those extra attacks, versus the ranger doesn't get all those extra attacks. So the ranger might get more of a status effect range. Like I'm thinking, ensnaring strike and those kind of things. Bramble. Uh, what's the conjure barrage? Yeah. You know. But a fighter can get eventually at some point mm -hmm. four or five attacks. Yeah, y you know. Like, I'm just trying to think of like if you build it correctly, and you and you full, go full hog. Yeah, min max it. Like if yeah. you're if you're min maxing for archery, fighters will always will do more than rangers. And then but, action surge. Right, <laughs> but and then but then rangers have they're they're more consistent because you can only use action surge so many times. Rangers can do. Almost, I would say like 90% of a, of a maxed out fighter, but while still retaining a lot of the other things that the fighter would give up in order to get that particular damage range. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, you could do that. I, I feel like it's a very specific reason you would do that. Because if you wanted to be an archer, like you could be a fighter archer, but like a lot of the fighter, like the power uh, association, the power, like... Um, budget that they give him a lot of it is to help you do melee things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like yeah you could like, it's one of those things like, you could make an archery fighter absolutely you could nothing's yeah. gonna there's nothing to stop you but if you want to make an archer ranger is given so many more like tools to achieve that yeah as opposed to in like and, and by, by by tools to achieve that, I mean they're literally it's baked into their class. Yeah. Because fighters get like the extra feats and they get the extra stuff, and you can yep. use those 
to get straight to make it's like level four level six level eight well four you always get one yeah and i think it's level six six, the fighter and the rogue gets an extra one and then level ten ten yeah i believe yeah because they get two extra ones yeah because they they get two extra feats which is funny because back in 3.0 fighters got like i want to say 11 extra feats oh fuck yeah it was it was rough yeah it was a lot but either here nor there Going back to the stats, it just depends on what you're building at that point, but Constitution's always going to be good, Dexterity's always going to be good, Strength is good for if you're building that big, hulky boy. Intelligence, you can throw out the window. Um. Yeah, well, and I was going to actually kind of lead into that, so we have those three physical stats, and we have the three what we call like non-physical mental stats. The mental right? stats, yeah. And so the three physical seem to be the primary stats of the martial class. Absolutely. And then would you say the other three are like role-playing stats? Like how you want yes. your character to come across? Unless you're playing... Charisma. You unless know, you're playing a rogue... Rogues benefit from intelligence more so than most. Okay, like like you're thinking like the mastermind or the thief. Or even the arcane trickster. Cause oh, yeah, because casting. Because casting takes yeah. intelligence. Yeah, that's, that's cool. absolutely true. So that's the only part in the martial class where like taking intelligence, taking any mental statistic is actually like a thing you would want to do. Like, okay, because you're going to dump... If you're a rogue, you're probably going to dump either strength... Mostly strength. You're probably going to dump strength. Yeah, So yeah, for sure. Actually, that's what I would do. Yeah, so you want to put, like, you want to get, like, maybe 13 in intelligence. If you're doing, like, the, the standard point-buying things that yeah. a lot of people like to do, if you're not just rolling yeah. randomly. My of least favorite thing ever. Yeah, yeah. well, we like, to, <laughs> we like to roll for our stats, but that's why that's how we end up with a bunch of broken characters that weird. just roll through everything. Yeah. And that's how we're able to kill, like, four <laughs> elementals when we're not supposed to. <laughs> but, you know, it's all good. Yeah, so I would get to 13 just so... Just to set yourself up as an in, as a uh, as a rogue to kind of on your first ASI, you can either put some point, you can put that point into the into make it a fourteen, get that plus two, mm-hmm. or you can get like a half feat that gives you like some kind of special thing to do, and then also yeah, plus you, one, and then like plus that. one, and then yeah. you, you still yeah. get to go to fourteen plus two mm-hmm. on your intelligence, which is pretty good for a character that's not necessarily based on the spell casting aspect of the fight of your combat. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have a, a. I want to break up the deep dive for a second. Okay. If you had to think of a song, okay, for each class, okay, that's Marshall. Uh huh. What we got? What are we thinking? Uh. uh <laughs> gosh, I'm thinking. I mean, barbarian. Like, I, well, the first thing that comes to mind for barbarian is uh, burn it to burn it to the ground from uh-huh. my Nickelback, and like, shout out to Nickelback. I'm sure everyone loves that band, but like that's what I think <laughs> of. Like just. High energy, high octane, just burn everything to the ground and then t- until you're done. I'm going crazy train. Crazy train's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Crazy train's pretty good. Uh, okay, we got fighter. Fighters. fighters. Okay. Mm. I am. We are the champions by Queen. We are the champions. It's pretty fucking good. I like, and I, and what I'm thinking of is in, in a Knight's Tale where they do that and they're it's like a bunch of knights slash warriors yeah. jousting and like that's kind of the whole thing is like. That's the same kind of high energy, but without like the recklessness of the barbarian kind of baked into it. Like you're not trying to burn things to the ground. You're just trying to you're trying to win. Yeah. Like that's that's what fighters seem to me is like they're the they're the ones that want to win. Yeah. Not necessarily kill. They just want to be the best. Yeah, I got nothing. I, maybe we will rock you, also by Queen. But I think <laughs> I, either of those two, right? I think I think uh, and we will rock you goes into we are the champions, like in the original like idea of it. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rogue. 
Rogues. I'm thinking this is weird. Yeah. This, this is the callback. Pink Panther. Badu, badu, badu. <laughs> like, just like the sneaky, like, well, how am I jazz sax, you know? <laughs> how am I supposed to beat that? If, if you never played a rogue and had that song going through your mind while you're doing sneaky shit, I don't really know what to tell you. That's, that's such a... A perfect archetype of a rogue is the Pink Panther. Like, even if you go back to like the actual like live action Pink Panther, where yeah. like, he's just this, ha ha ha, like I'm just the little guy, I'm just doing this thing, and no one, don't take me seriously. And then he, just a bunch of weird shit happens. That's really good. I do like. That's, that's I don't know solid. if I can beat the Pink Panther. That's all good. What about Ranger? Ranger. Ranger. Thinking, welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> Damn. Or welcome to the Feywild. Yeah. The cat. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the jungle. He's like, yeah. It's it's the same kind of like thing where it's high energy, but it's got a little bit of a little bit of whimsy to it. Okay, last one, monk. Uh, ooh, monks. Cause like I'm trying to think of like what. Cause like I'm just thinking of like all those old school, like martial art movies. Like and from, you know what? I immediately thought Kung Fu Panda soundtrack. Yeah. But, and then I immediately switched it with Rocky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Da, 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 yeah, you know what I mean? Just da, like, da, da. like, and then I was like, I've never thought of a boxing monk before, but yeah. now I kind of want to make a boxing monk, like just freaking Rocky Balboa as a monk. You know what would be good for it? Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger would be really good. Eye of the good. Tiger would work for monk very that well. That would be good. Because yeah. they've got that kind of like intense focus that they're trying to kind of give you in that, in, in that song. So yeah, that's, I think that's, that's a good uh, little that's, foray that's of really musical good. sprinklings for yeah. all of our, all of our classes. Um, wisdom, wisdom is good. It's just good. If you have, if you're doing point by, maybe just leave it at like 12, just so you can get plus one to your perception, just to give you something. If you're doing rolls, make it probably like your fourth highest stat, I guess. I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. Um, but it, it applies to all, all four of those classes. Yeah. So like, it's really... Five of those classes? Five, five, five yeah. classes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about monk again. No, <laughs> no, uh, no, it's just it's just a good stat for things depending on what you want to do. But wisdom is a casting stat for first and foremost. That's going to be more towards uh, for a different episode. But yeah, I mean, wisdom is great for ranger, right? Obviously, you want to yeah. like wisdom ranger. That's literally what you cast with, and uh, survival checks, perception right. checks. Um, it, you know, when when I think ranger, I, th I do think wisdom. That's fair. I I do think that even at its most important, it's still only maybe like a secondary. Yeah, no, I think I, for me, I go Dex then Wisdom when I make a Ranger. Right. Um, and that's just because... And then he dies because you didn't take Constitution. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's one of those things that, like, for me, I think Marshall first. But, and that's part of why I think we wanted to put Ranger in this. Yeah. Was because we kind of think of Rangers almost as Marshall first before they are well, they definitely, afterwards. You they, know? Def <laughs> they definitely are. No, no, no. And, like, yeah. and especially in 5th fifth edition where they're weaker than three they're right. oh yeah in 3.5 they were essentially a half druid they had yeah. a bunch of spells they had a bunch of different things and they've they've reeled that back a little bit to the detriment a little bit of the character because but like if you want a ranger you don't necessarily want to go down the half of a druid thing because druids have their own things they can do that makes them martially compatible and martially you know adept mm -hmm. like they have their own things they can do for a ranger like in the a ranger i would say it's it's close between this and rogue, where it's the most reliant on what you're doing in a role play sense. Okay, because like ranger is inherently role play heavy. Like yeah. you're, 
Like a ranger is more specific by definition than a fighter or a barbarian or even a rogue. Yeah, they're a guide. They're, you know what I mean? They're, like they're, they're a specific kind of subset. Shit. Like, yeah. Like, well, it's They're bounty hunters. They're also forest guardians. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like they, they usually, like they encounter stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're, that's, they're like knights and back in the, you know, like the original oh, guards. Like, like hedge knights. Yeah, hedge yeah. knights. Yeah. Like so, somebody who has a specific role that they're trying to portray and trying to like accomplish and it's it's def- it's just more specific and therefore more role play intensive than the other classes in the martial category and who, who doesn't think of aragorn from lord of the rings when you think ranger right like it's yeah. not to like immediately go there. well i mean and you think of aragorn like what was his, his skill set was very specialized it was like i'm tracking i'm yep. doing and like he wasn't necessarily favorite the, enemy of orcs yeah like, you know and, he, I mean? had, and like, he had a favorite enemy yeah, yeah exactly yeah. And, and that's another thing about rangers is that they have that favored enemy special class where it's like okay if that's not a role-play heavy mechanic, I don't know what is. Yeah. Like that that it's basically baking the role-play into your character for you. It's really it's really useful for new players like me who was like, okay, who do I not like? And then I I think I chose like aberrations because there was, it was like a lot of underdark stuff going on and there was a lot of like crazy extra planar stuff because we were 12 and we thought that was cool. <laughs> like did it make sense really for my character to have a favorite enemy as aberrations? Not really. Like, from a backstory point of view, he didn't really have that kind of, like, idea. But, again, I cite 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you go into, you get a little bit older, you understand, like, okay, we're going to make this into, like, that role play thing. And then you go into, like, okay, well, if you're a bounty hunter, humanoids, specifically elves, if you are if you specialize in that yep. kind of thing. Are you in the city? Are you, 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 yeah, are, and you, it, and are you in the forest? Like, yeah, exactly. There's a yeah. bunch of different ways you can go, and it, all of it is really good in terms of role play. And I agree with you. Wisdom is important for rangers. I just, it's in a point by system, it's tough to allocate stuff to mentals when you know you're going to be fighting a bunch. Yeah. And it really just depends on if you are the main fighter. If you're the main, like tank, if you, if you are the vanguard, if yeah. you are like the, the tank, yeah. wisdom is going to go by the wayside, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it is. You're not going to have... Based on the party's needs. And- yeah, it's like, but like, let's say if you have a paladin or if you have a cleric or you have a barbarian with you in the party, then you can start to be like, okay, now I can kind of ease off on the, maybe constitution doesn't, isn't a secondary stat. Maybe you can make that your tertiary and then the secondary can go into wisdom, like you say. Yeah. That might make a bit more sense because you don't have to be worried about somebody running up to you specifically and punching your face off. Yeah. I mean, and you know, he's not on camera. Draco's, Draco was weird. I actually, <laughs> this is weird. Constitution was his fourth stat. Intelligence yeah. was his third because I knew from the beginning I was going to multi-class him into wizard. Right. So like there, there was that was why because you know he 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 went to a, a, a drow school of magic and so like he had that you know background that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So and then obviously if we were to talk about charisma, it's literally the most role play of all. It's that right? that is one hundred percent. Are you suave? Uh, you know, like, that's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna like that's that's charisma. If you're not playing bard. specifically <laughs> a bard, a warlock, or a sorcerer, yep. it is a what do you want to do? Because mm-hmm. there's really no reason to have charisma, and you can have fun either way with it, right? Oh, true. Yeah. Have, making a low making a low charisma character can be very fun. Failing failing skill checks. While it feels bad in the moment when you see the dice roll, it can be fun either way. Yep. Like, you can have some fun with it. Okay. Because uh, if your DM is clever, I should say. So, 
we talked. I talked a little bit about my favorite subclass. I don't think I got to hear you. So my mine's the Drake Drake Wardens, my favorite subclass. I thought they, they with one subclass they fixed most of the problems with the Rangers or uh, Beast Master mm-hmm. subclass. Do you have a favorite subclass in the martial area of things? Of of Ranger or everything else? A- any martial, any martial. Oh boy. Yeah, for me the Drake Warden like it just takes the cake, but. And and for us, you haven't played too many marshals with with us. I yeah. do I do tend to go towards spellcasting just yeah. as a, as a rule. But I did very much enjoy the Gloomstalker of oh, the Ranger. That yeah. was a lot of fun. A lot of people talk about that in positives of Gloomstalker. Yeah, that's definitely something that they brought in to make it a little bit more enticing. Mm-hmm. I like that um, Battlemaster. That's fighter, always right? good, always fun. Yeah. It's if I had to choose one. If I had to choose one, it would probably be Battlemaster. If I was yeah. like, hey, make a... If, if someone said, hey, make a uh, martial character, I'd probably make a fighter Battlemaster. And that's okay. what Assyrian is in... In the... In the Pillage of Creation. Okay. I built him as a Battlemaster, kind of like Field General style character that I think that I really enjoy and I really like Assyrian. Yeah. And, and that kind of goes into my next part with subclasses. Is, do you ever use subclasses as... I know I do. As a, as a DM, use subclasses to influence the character like of, of an npc sometimes a lot of the time and this is a peek behind the curtain i don't use uh player character style builds you build monsters right i build monsters which is what blocks. i do now yeah yeah based on i build monster stat yeah. blocks and now i will say if i have an idea for a character and it kind of like i don't usually allow the mechanics of the books to tell me like this is how a character would act i'm like no 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 they'll do whatever they want to if i want to give my crazy uh barbarian character that we've all that they've been fighting like if i want to give them something out of a fave like the the wild magic surge table before they had that in the barbarian anyway because uh-huh, yeah. I, I added that eventually yeah but before that it was like if i want to do something that's crazy or i want to give them like a little bit of a flavor it's not i'm not gonna like lock myself into oh but can he multi-class like i don't care He's gonna do whatever he wants. Like no one's asking if an owl bear, like what level fighter an owl bear is. Like that's kind of my idea of it. Is like if it's a monster, if it's an enemy, they just have their own shit. Okay. Yeah. I so for me, um, one of my favorite because I, I do the monster stat block now. I learned that from you. Mm-hmm. And when I was designing Long Road, I based them all off subclasses, mm-hmm. ideas, and then I started like you know tweaking them and stuff yeah. like that. But I remember when I was making, um, I think it was Olathira or Ravora, one of the enemies you guys saw. I fell in love, not with the the mechanics of the subclass, but the idea of a mastermind rogue. Sure. Holy shit, that's cool. Like, yeah, yeah, make, yeah. make Sherlock a bad guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Make, you make Moriarty. And that was like, oh, okay. That kind of opens yeah. up. So I kind of use, even to this day, even though I'm making monster stat blocks, I use subclasses as a, this is a specialty, yeah. right? It, as archetypes, they're they're great. Yeah. Like, if you want to make a character going through all of the different subclasses and be like, okay, what would this one go? Oh, and like you have the I don't remember what it's called, but the the druid class, like the druid, like the circle of the like the fungus one, circle of spores. Yeah, the circle yeah. of spores. Like yeah. that's a super cool yeah. villain yeah, archetype you can use. I yeah. don't know if specifically I would ever do that as a player character. Like it would be probably pretty cool, but like as a of a villain as like a, a not necessarily a villain but like as an antagonist yeah can you as imagine a, their lair yeah like exactly. you know like, like that's so cool yeah i think in circle of wildfire would be a, a cool yeah. one too someone who just wants to burn you know yeah I mean? like, it's like, and, and that's the kind of thing where like as archetypes to build characters off of excellent they may not all be you know balanced you or, don't need to pull the mechanics but yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah 
Yep. Like, oh yeah, what is the mechanic of the circle of spores? Like, I don't know, who cares? Yeah, they make exactly. mushrooms, whatever. But you know what? You can take that idea and, yeah. and roll with it, and you right? can have your own spin on it, yeah. which is one of the best parts of being a DM. Is just you have your ideas and you just can do whatever you want with them. Yeah. Okay. The next thing I wanted to talk to you about was we all know that the Unearth Arcana, the UA, is going around. Has there been positives and negatives that you would like to talk about with the martial classes specifically? Like you and I have talked a lot about yeah. the big one, right? We know yeah. the, the good one we like. The is. good one we like. We will we'll save off that for a little bit. Yeah. Um. But like honestly, there hasn't been a lot of changes besides mm -hmm. that. that. Marshals have stayed pretty sane. They, they basically because marshals have the best core concepts that are just kind of like you know what a barbarian is, you know what a rogue is, you know yep. what all these things are. I don't know if I've seen anything in the UA that really kind of like makes me look at them any better or worse. Mm -hmm. Like they kind of like all just did the thing that they did. Like okay, they're a little bit. They some of them are a little bit better. Some of them are. A lot better. The ranger, there was a, some good ranger things that they basically just gave them more things. Yeah, like Conjure Barrage is not a class feat. It's yeah. not a spell you have to take. Right. It's a, feat, it's a feature you get. Right. And that could be like, argue, argue like, is that a change? Like, it's kind of a change, but yeah. it's not really anything. Like, yeah, I don't have to dedicate a spell slot. Yeah, to it it's, it's, yeah. It's one of those things where like they've brought the, they're trying to take the more magic out of the rangers, have it be like, it's, a, it's magic, but it's not mechanically magic. Yeah. It's just a thing you can do with the magic that you're using. And I, I think that's better because the less magic like specific mechanics you have in a martial class, I think the more people are going to be like, oh, okay, like, oh, I, I can just do that. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with the Ranger, I, I've told you about this, my feedback, because I, I do all those surveys and stuff with them and I tell them stuff I like, I tell them stuff I don't like. And one of the things I keep pushing for is the Hunter's Mark. Yep. I really want Hunter's Mark to scale in damage. There's no reason why it doesn't. Like, you know, start it at a D46, whatever it is, and a D8, D10, D12. Yeah, I mean, and like, just have it, it. have it increase at 5th level, 7th, like, 5th, yeah. what is it? 5th, 9th? 5th, 9th, something like 13th that. 13th or something you like know, that, yeah. The same, the same ones that are, are 6th, 11th, and something. And six, yeah. Yeah. Point is, every other cantrip and thing like that scales. Yeah. But Hunter's Mark doesn't. It's just like, well, why not? Yeah, I don't think it should be a spell flaw. I, I think it should be concentration. But I don't think yeah. it should be a spell slot, and I think it should scale. And I think that will give the ranger a sense of identity that they haven't really gotten, yeah. you, you know? Because they're they're trying to push ranger in a way that is the beast master is their identity. Mm -hmm. But it's like, hold on, not everybody does beast master as, as their subclass. Mm -hmm. not, not me, I love beast master. <laughs> you know, I don't love their mechanic, but I love the idea of it. Um, but... It, it is interesting that I would like to see Ranger get more of a special identity. Like barbarians have rage, rogues have sneak attack, monks have, it was called key points. I think they're trying to change it to discipline points. Um, I don't know if that's going to stick, but that was just what they were doing. Um, and then fighters have their, uh, eventually they get battle maneuvers and like they get their extra attacks and their, their upscaled stuff. So I, I would personally like to see Rangers have a little bit more autonomy, a little yeah. bit more identification. Yeah, uh, they need their own their own thing that they do besides yeah. having Hunter's Mark. But yeah, so that, I mean, that's really all. I, mean, I think, let's be honest, most of the UA stuff is going towards the Arcane and Divine, right? That's that's where they're, they're spending their time. Yeah. And the rogues have gotten stronger, which I don't think it was needed, but uh, they got stronger. I was just, I was going to bring that up too. Like they, I, I was looking it up, trying to look it up because I forget what the actual changes they made to cunning action were because they added like a couple different things to it. The big thing was the sneak attack. The sneak attack now has, you can, you can sacrifice a dice. Let's say you have three d six. You can sacrifice one d six to add an effect or a condition. That's right. And that's it's fucking right. great. That sounded it's, so cool. It's tactical as hell, 
And I'm like, you spent so much time doing that. Can we just spend a little on Ranger? You know, like, like, but it's so cool. I love it. I think it brings more thinking to yeah. the game, which is what I like. I think that's the best martial change they, they, they made was the letting rogues do things that are not necessarily the big explosion of damage. Yeah. But like, oh yeah, well now it's these poisoned or like he trips or something like that. It's mm -hmm. like, it's just a cool way to give them basically a different way to do the thing that the other classes are now going to be able to do with yep. the weapon abilities. Yeah, and, and it, there's a sacrifice to it, right? There, there's a sense of like, almost like a, what's that, what, blood uh, hunter? Mm -hmm. Where you like, you sacrifice hit points based on a, a, a hemocraft die, and you can now have an effect, a condition in your attack. Very cool. And I, I think that rogues are not doing blood, but they're doing right. sneak attack. They're, they're giving up sneak attack. Yeah, they're giving up the the opening that they see yeah. to instead of just plunging a knife into it, like, oh, okay, I'm going to cut him like un under the hamstring or I'm going to like poison. I'm going to apply a poison. I'm going to slow him down. Bro, I'm going to cause the... One of the, the, the biggest things that I love rogues in different media that I really wish they would bring back in Dungeons and Dragons is poisons. Oh, yeah. Like poisons were and this is coming from somebody who played rogue in uh, Wrath of the Lich King Cataclysm <laughs> in World of Warcraft. Where like poisons were the whole thing if you were an assassination rogue. Like the poisons were so cool. Because like you had like one, one that applied a dot, one that applied like a slow, one that just did extra damage, one that made it, that like broke concentration. Like yeah. that was really cool. Like those are different things you could do depending on what you were doing, what you're, where you're going, what your opponent, like the different, like your different opponents require different skills. It was just cool to have that kind of thing put into the game where now you have an ability that, and even if they don't put this into UA, I may just, have it anyway because it's so cool i just might put it in my into my campaigns like i just that's really neat yeah but yeah like and it's just but yeah that's that's my favorite one and sure. that's and that's why i like about you know the the feedback that the with ua and stuff like that mm -hmm. is that i saw the weapon masteries i was like mm -hmm. i'm taking it absolutely it's it's, it's, it's beautiful i want to like just you know tweak it a little mm -hmm. but it was bring it yeah i mean even if they decide you know what, we're not going to have it which they said they were they're going to keep it they're going to keep it yeah. but yeah i mean like i love the and i love taking like kickstarters are great for this you mentioned poisons i have a whole kickstarter i need to share with you on poisons sounds like and, it and you know what i mean like it's it's so great and someone someone did this kickstarter i support it i wish i could shout out to them right now i'll, I'll have to find it and tweet it out but it was a kickstart of all these different poisons, how to get the ingredients, what the effect is, and it was just beautiful. I was just like, thank you. Like this is this is the more in-depth role play I like as a DM and as, yeah. as a character. You know, it's one of the cool things about Bowers Gate 3 is you can dip in the potions. Yeah, that, that is fun. You know what I mean? And like Yeah, that's a cool little thing. It's like, yeah, I would do that if I had trial poison on me. Or, yeah, or you know, or like different toxin. Or if there was a giant brazier full of fire, like, oh yeah, let me just put my take let me just put my axe in there and have it on fire now. Like, that's yeah. just cool as hell. It is it is really cool. Okay, well, I think it's our time for a break in our deep dive. Cat, I think it's time for scenes from the hat with Cat. I don't have a hat, but you can roll the dice. Okay, you can roll. Go ahead and roll over. It's a good thing I. And you have to roll that d16. But don't count 15 and 16. No, I, I found 15. Yes! Yes, Yay. all right. And if you don't have a 16 sided die, you're not the only one. <laughs> Eventually. What we got? 13. 13. 13. Darn, I was really hoping for 11. What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you is going to do it, though? Oh, we'll both try it. We'll see what we got. Okay. Or whoever feels comfortable with it. Huh? Okay. There's a really old dungeon 
and you're the halfling tour guide who is bored as hell. This is, this is thanks to a big campaign podcast, by the way, on Twitter. Also, you should listen to them. All right, as um, uh, you see to your left, there's a, oh, that's a beholder. Um, we're just gonna ignore that. Should we, should we be looking at no, it? No, no, this is, no, don't worry about it. It's just the beholder. Don't look it in the eye. Please stay absolutely still. Oh, to the right, there's a displacer beast. Hi, hi, you are grumpy. Oh my gosh. Anyways, we'll just keep going. Hi, kitty. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so. We lost one. Um, so anyways. Um, Oh, there's a treasure chest. Whatever you do, always check every treasure chest. Don't try to perceive anything. Just just open them up. Don't check for traps. Just uh... <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. And that's crunch. what we call a mimic. Um, and yes, if if you check to your north, there's some. That's just fungus. I've been told they're called toadstools. Um, and if you keep going north down this way, nope, that's a dead end. Sorry. Uh, northwest. If you see, oh, that's lava. Sorry. West. Nope, that's acid. All right, southwest. There we go. Southwest, you'll find. Oh, that's the beholder again. Okay, we're fucked. <laughs> See. This is a very dangerous dungeon. <laughs> I'm never gonna call it because we don't award points at all in this game. Oh. <laughs> so you, you'll have to call it yourselves. But that was beautifully done. <sighs> definitely listening and not at all watching a cute adorable dog on Facebook. <laughs> the displacer beast. <laughs> The cat. Are they cats? They're cats. Oh, they are. They're panthers. They're like panthers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll go ahead and roll again. So we got <laughs> another one. All right. Oh, dangerous. Don't roll thirteen. It was cocked. It was cock blocked. How was it cocked? It just keeps. <laughs> it got. Done. It was the side. It was. It rolled against the side and then stopped. Uh, twelve. Oh, good. Not thirteen. <laughs> yes. Window washer or washers mm-hmm. at the Tower of Science. And y'all can decide what science means. It was in quotes when uh, anywhere but now from Twitter. We know them from Twitter. They're also a really cool podcast. Go listen to them. Yeah, they, they put it in quotes. Both be window washers there? Yeah, okay. My squeegee's broken. Yeah, what the heck was that? I'm sorry. Yeah. I need to get it wet. Maybe. <laughs> oh, is that? Are they dissecting someone? Someone or something. What is that? That thing has like four different appendages. It has tentacles too. Yeah, well, I was I was trying to be polite, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? Is it okay? Okay, going in the hamstring. Uh huh. Uh huh. We gonna find? I got nothing. I got. Is that a leg? I only know if that's. Oh shit! That's not a leg. <laughs> what is it? That's a third leg. Oh shit! Okay, well, no wonder they're studying it. Jeez, I, damn! I hope they get something out of that. Yeah. Jeez. Not that we get paid enough for that kind of thing. God, I can't wait for the potion they make out of that thing, huh? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> Hard as a rock. What is a squeegee? No. The puppy saved the person who had a seizure. Oh, that's. I'm sorry about that part, but the, the god, the puppy. That's why. Yeah, she's. We got, got a subplot going. Thanks on for following here. that up. <laughs> Should we do one more? One more? Do a third one? One more. One more. One more. Roll a good. Roll a ten. Eight. Damn it. <laughs> okay, what we got? 
an instrument tuner at a magical instrument shop, also from Anywhere But Now. They're a podcast about Doctor Who. Oh, nice. Uh, tr- Trout is loot. This is the loot. <laughs> and that's when the instrument tuner quit his job. <laughs> oh, I can't, it doesn't get better than that. <laughs> Speed. <laughs> you think I said flute? No, I was, it was a joke. Oh my god, I thought, I thought you actually. No. So is he making the noises yeah, then in this? He he's like, making his own noise. Because <laughs> I was about to say, because you guys can't see, but he held it like a clarinet too. Yeah. So I was like, thought he's a flute at this point. Like, no. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Could have been a recorder. It could have been a recorder. An oboe. An oboe. Yeah. Shout out to oboes. Obeast? Obo- oboe? Oboist eye. Oboe eye. A Bowie. Yeah. A Bowie. David Bowie's. <laughs> More than one Bowie. <laughs> All right. That has nothing to do with it being magical, but there you go. Well, thank you, Kat, for seeing that. <laughs> Kat. Thanks to all our friends on Instagram. And look out for that tweet when we uh, we keep posting those uh, to keep adding to them. All right. Next up on the list, best non D and D characters. Example of martial classes. I think we already used Aragorn. Use Aragorn. Yeah, 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 that's true. Drizz. Well, he's D. He's technically D and D based. Forgotten Realms. Also a ranger. Yeah. <laughs> Um, barbarian. We got for barbarian. Let's think barbarian. Conan. The Conan barbarian is always I mean, a good pretty, one. Yeah. I feel. I feel so like. I feel bad at like mad at myself that that was my example though. Yeah, right. I mean like that. I used such a shitty. No offense if you like. <laughs> but like just such a, 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 a relevant comment <laughs> from the from the current age of media. Uh, it's. I'm trying to think of like actual barbarians that they've used, but a lot of the times, even if you have like an angry character, they usually just make them fighters. Yeah. Uh, let me think. Barbarian. A juggernaut from X-Men? Yes. Absolutely. That's pretty good, right? Absolutely. That's, I, I'm, gonna try, I'm gonna try and think of a better one than that, but I don't know about that one, man. That's really good. Yeah. There's literally Path of the Juggernaut too, isn't there? Like, it's yeah. not like a path. No, they, they, yeah, they made it into a thing. Yeah. Man, that's so good. Um, Sorry, I'm a huge X-Men fan, so like that, that comes quick to me. Um, yeah, like Juggernaut, and then in the same vein, like Rhino from Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely Rhino. Where he like just, that's his whole thing, is that he gets mad and just kind of breaks stuff. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's a really good example of that kind of thing. It's, let me think. In a way, I know he's really thin and stuff like that. Like, he doesn't, like, match that, like, beefy Carnage is kind of barbarian in a way, but he's also like got symbiote stuff going on, so it's very different. Yeah, but he's he's maybe a few levels in barbarian. The thing about Carnage is that, is that he has like he like creates stuff out of his body, right? Like he, mm-hmm. a lot of the things that Carnage does is that he'll like summon blades and shit. So like For that, warlock is thinking? Yeah, so he's like because he has that kind of like warlock kind of feel to him. Yeah. Well, like, yes, he is angry for sure. All the time. That's part of his character. He just doesn't have the... And he's not, like, impervious to damage, either. Yeah. Like, if you hit Carnage, he's gonna go flying, and he's probably gonna make, like, a bunch of weird noises and then dissipate and then come back together or some shit, because he's wild. I I was gonna say, uh, actually, in the same vein of X-Men, Wolverine and Sabretooth, both barbarians, in my opinion. Sure. 
because of that healing factor acting like a tank. They definitely like have, yeah, they definitely have that kind of rage. feel to them. And they definitely, yeah, they're both very Why angry. do we not say Rage Against the Machine, by the way, as our song for Barbarian? Because I was busy doing Burn to the Ground. <laughs> also, Rage Against the Machine a band. Is, is, not, is not a song. Yeah, that's true. Bulls on Parade, right? Yeah, well, I mean. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that's Barbarian. Uh, we got Rangers ready. Yeah, Rangers. You know, they're everywhere. Yep. Literally, Rangers are so popular in media, right? Right. Uh, fighter. Fighter. Man, fighters just everywhere. I'm thinking Robin Hood would Ro- be a fighter. Robin Hood would be he's a ranger. He's also rogue, though. Robin Hood would be a ranger. He's stealing, so he's kind of rogue. He could, be, he could have rogues. Yeah. He could have rogue tendencies. He's but everything. Yeah, he's, but a little, he's a lot more cool. He's a little bit of all kinds of Would thing. you call Zoro a fighter? Would you call Zoro more of a rogue? Mm. That's a hard one, right? Mm, he's more of a fighter, I think. Because he has the rapier. He right? has the ra- He has the rapier. He's definitely a dex based fighter, if yeah. anything. Yeah. But, um. Acrobatic rather than athletic. Because yeah, right? fighters are so. Just like, you could do anybody think that's a fighter. Like, name a character with the with a sword. It's just anything. Yeah. I mean, um. Gosh. Yeah, you're, you're right. King Arthur is a fighter, mm-hmm. right? In, in other media. Lancelot, fighter. Yeah. Um. Would you call Deadpool a fighter? <laughs> I don't know what I would call Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. <laughs> I have no idea what Deadpool is. He's like a... Ryan Reynolds, what do you think? What is Deadpool? He's like a, bar- like a freaking barbarian fighter rogue. Yeah. He's, he's he's his own thing for sure. Yeah, um... Fighters, jeez. Like, it's... It's hard because paladins make a lot of... They're like, paladins are in media a lot. Yeah. Too, right? Because like when I think Judge Dredd, I think paladin, kind of, in a way. Sure, because he's got like a moral code that yeah. he's going by specifically. Yeah, because, like, fighters are usually side characters to other, like, and like that not to be mean to fighters, but like, that's oh, yeah. just how it usually is. Because, like, you have the fighter, and they're like, they can be really good at something like, uh, for Russell Crowe from Gladiator, he would be a fighter. Yeah. Oh, good good example. Yeah. yeah. Like, that would, yeah. like, his character that Maximus, I don't that, that, Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> really he, would be, he would be a really good fighter, like, example of a fighter, because, like, he's a bit, he's clever enough to get, do what he needs to do, but he, like, he goes in and he wants, wants to win because you know it's it or he dies so yeah, yeah that's so true. i think i think a fighter would be good for that kind of gladiators thing. would be a great example and, yeah any time any gladiator character would be a good fighter um let's see what else do we have what, 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 what other things are there gosh man and, and like you said fighters are actually it's hard to think of because there's so many of them mm-hmm. but they're usually in the in the background, or the, or they're the side character that gets killed off. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Gimli would be a fighter. Yeah, like that, yeah, but like you don't think of him. Yeah, like that because like fighter, more than anything else, fighter tends to be still counts as one now. Yeah, because <laughs> like fighters tend to be the the status of being a fighter tends to go underneath the status of something else that they're doing. Because mm-hmm. like Gimli, like do you when you think of Gimli, do you think of fighter? No, you think of dwarf for better or worse like he's that because he's like the dwarf introduction that the audience has to dwarves like that's that's how they think dwarves are john wick john wick would be a great example of a fighter absolutely yeah. i think that's a great a good yeah. like a d20 modern fighter would be yeah. john wick for sure yeah. okay like uh, a, re- a really wide array of things that he's real that he's good with a lot of different uh, abilities and different like styles of fighting and multi-tack for days yeah and then you just do attacks <laughs> three times every, every action second. surge every, every, every second yeah for sure i think john wick is a good one yeah okay what about rogues Ro- uh, rogues i think are, are like i'm thinking gambit from, gambit uh, absolutely uh, i can say nightcrawler i think nightcrawler would be a rogue nightcrawler would be kind of swashbuckler-ish 
He uses. He's definitely rogue-ish, but the fact that he uses like extra dimensional. I mean, you could. He could be like a uh, an arcane trickster kind of rogue, yeah. and then he has like a specialty in teleportation magic. Yeah, yeah that, okay, that yeah. would absolutely. Well, Misty Step. Yeah. Was, yeah. Very, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and he's a good example. Rogues, and then a lot of. Like I said, I think Robin Hood is that multi. Like he could be ranger or absolutely, rogue. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, this is just a, a good. Example of a rogue would be like Kevin McAllister from freaking. Oh my god! Using yeah. <laughs> everything. That's good. That's really good. That's the kind of thing I think of when I think of rogues. Like they're trying to think of what they can use in their surroundings, how they can get an advantage. Because that's that's what rogues are. Like they want to get that advantage, they can use sneak attack. Like yeah. So yeah, that's a good example I think would be of a uh, of a rogue like uh, character. The guy in Ocean's Eleven who does all the acrobatics. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but he... yeah, the Grease Man from, yeah, the Grease from Ocean's Man. Eleven. Yeah, yeah he, he was pretty good. I mean, honestly, all of those all people, the, cast the, 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 the entire... The, they're like that's, bar, that's, bard and rogue. That's, that's, that, is a, rogues. that is literally a rogues gallery yeah. of characters. Yeah. Okay, last one we got is Monk. Okay. Monk, so super martial. I mean, not to... I grew up watching so many Jackie Chan movies. Want to know now, a so. great example of a monk? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi! He is the most monk character so I can think of. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn. Well, oh, you could say any Jedi, really. Yeah, but yeah. when I think well, of... Anakin, well, Anakin. well, yeah, yeah that's, true. <laughs> that's true. Any, any <laughs> responsible Jedi. Be careful. Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Any Jedi master, how about... Oh, yeah. there's, there are some that didn't get yeah. there. But, he never, he never that, but like, that is a, a monk-style just organization of just warrior monks, essentially. Yeah. And then you can always, you can go into like Aang. Aang is, a, mm-hmm. is basically a- Aang's a really good example. I was thinking of, there was these movies I used to watch, a uh, great foreign film starring Donnie and like, called It Man, mm-hmm. based on the teacher of Bruce Lee, yeah. um, Wing, Ch- Wing Chun, I can't yeah. remember the name of the martial any, arts. Any, any- Beautiful movies. Yeah, any, Anytime Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee is on your television screen, yeah. he's probably portraying a monk of some kind. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, um, like, also, like, because that, that's more of, like, Eastern Asian culture. Of it. What about Western? Uh, a Western culture? monk? Yeah. It's tough to say because the monk, monastic orders of the Western styles are, like, specifically, like, Catholic. Religious, yep. Yeah, or, or some Benedictine monks and like going through, yeah. and like a lot of them aren't the kind of warriors you would think of because like Western monks are more like clerics, okay, than I they are than they yeah. are in in terms of fifth edition. They're divine, right? Yeah. yeah, they're like a they're trying to cleanse themselves or help others along a spiritual path. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to go out there and as much as they Robin Hood like when they had yeah. like. Uh, Friar John or whatever, or whatever, what is his name? Was his Friar Tuck. Friar Tuck, yeah. Friar like Tuck. like yeah. he went out there and he would do, he would mix it up a little bit, but he was pretty much always portrayed as like not especially adept at fighting. Yeah. He was there to be a spiritual guide. He was there to be a cleric. So. I was going to say, um, Captain Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, that was random. Uh, no, I was. Falcon I, I, <laughs> I was thinking I, I got too hang, hung up on the marshal there, uh, but you know what? I think Donatello, and Michelangelo, bow staff, yes, nunchucks. Absolutely, I think like, all, I think all four. Of you think all four? Okay. Those are really Western books, though. If you're still on the Western. That's true. I actually don't know much about the origins of of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. To like, be fair, 
but the, it's definitely and, and based the name on, is Ninja. So Ninja yeah, is it's definitely based on old Japanese culture. Yeah, it's a Western take on a on the Eastern philosophy. Yeah, yeah, and the new movie has Jackie Chan voice and Splinter. So, well, it really it just becomes down to what you consider to be East, because like it's a Western take on an Eastern tradition. Because like they are called ninjas, they do kind of use stealth a little bit. But if you ever watch a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like show or comic, they're not exactly stealthy. Yeah, it's, they're they're it's very flamboyant. They're, yeah. they're they're very flamboyant. They're very in your face. They're very like devil may care kind of roguish almost. Yeah. But their fighting styles and their coordination and their focus is very monk like because they while they are kind of like silly because they're supposed to be teenagers. Yeah, they are shown to be very like focused and centered. Neo. Neo from Matrix. Matrix, maybe Morpheus. Maybe Morpheus might be a better sure. example. Actually. I think more. I think Morpheus is a better example because Neo is kind of like. I guess Neo would work too because, like, if you anybody that can is like tapping into that kind of inner power, even if in the context of the Matrix, is an external like effect that they are kind of tapping into. Yeah. Well, like you could say the same thing about Key or the elements or anything. True, like that, you could so. absolutely. So yeah, Neo would be a good monk character as well. Okay. He definitely has the freaking like stunning strike going. He has like the deflect missiles thing going. So he definitely has that feel of a monk, of like a science, a science fiction monk. But yeah, I could see it for sure. Okay. Last thing, we're getting ready to wrap up here. It's been a, it's been a good hour with us. Um, <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. You ready? Uh, as ready as I'll ever be. You're a DM and you got an advertised product, magic product of some type. Go. What what magical item are you just gonna fabricate into the thin air here? All right, all right, all right, all right. Hmm. Put you on the spot, man. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> we call this magic item infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here what we have is. Bear with me. This magical bottle that you see here in front of you is, first of all, exquisitely crafted. However. If you look at the bottom here, you can see a small dial that you can turn, and it you, you click and it clicks the dial and it fills up with like different liquids that you can have. Like here's one that's full of water. It's a standard. What can you do? But if you ever had been like, man, what if we had something a little bit cooler? And he clicks it and it turns into this amber colored liquid. Like now we have, well, it's whiskey. I wouldn't drink it, but it can have very. I can have other medicinal. And um, combative properties. This is what they're making at the Tower of Intelligence, right? This My, the, the Tower of Science, yeah. <laughs> Tower of Science. <laughs> yeah, and the last one is, uh, is Viagra. <laughs> and, the next one, and then he clicks the next one, and it's this, it turns into like this viscous oil that you can pour out, and it, be, it just gets like this oil slick. And then like there's different little things, like, and he clicks it the one, uh, one time before the last one, and it is just. Almost like this glistening, like, uh, fluorescent, not fluorescent, but like, um, iridescent liquid that you can kind of like pop the top off of and it just kind of like vapor and like vaporizes instantly. And this, this cloud of smoke comes out and you can like kind of use it as a smoke screen. And then the last one is like, and this one, it is just this bright blue liquid. <laughs> and then this one's for, um, <clears throat> Fun. <laughs> and he, he takes a drink. <laughs> <laughs> it fades it. Camera starts to fade out. Fades away. Yeah. <laughs> Call now. Supplies limited. 
Your bottle of everything. <laughs> bottle of everything. I love it. All right, I think that's all the time we have for this one. Uh, thank you so much for joining us at Tavern Ramblings. Yeah. Brought to you by Losers and Locations. Uh, I'm John, brought to you with... Andrew, it's me. And then thank you, Kat, for uh, helping us moderate this. Oh, I'm waving. <laughs> yeah, wave at the mic. For nobody. Wave at the mic. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for joining us. This is the first one. This has been something on our heads that we wanted to do for a while. And thank you for people who responded. Apparently, we got quite a few Twitter responses and stuff yeah. like that. People were sending us suggestions for yeah. the, the hat. Even more than the 16 I wrote down, but they were a little complicated for, for Well, I love complications. That's great, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and to be fair, it's more like, oh, it's something that we had in our heads. It's more something like, if we don't do this, what will end up happening is we'll just talk about nothing for an hour while we're trying to play yep. Guns and Dragons. And then like, Final Fantasy, and then yeah. we'll talk about... <laughs> yeah, so it's basically just John and I talk about a lot of stuff, and everyone else wants us to get it over with so we can do other things. But hey, I love talking about nerdy shit. I love talking about tabletop RPGs, and I can't wait to do the rest of it. Yeah. Do the Divine one, do the Arcane one, see what else we can think of. And then after that, who knows what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, start diving into some other stuff. And we're, we're really excited to do this because we have a lot of thoughts we want to share. And we have a lot of things that we'd like to just kind of find out about each other, right? And kind of Absolutely. see where we're going. And then get your thoughts. Please, you know, tell us what your thoughts on, yeah. on stuff. You disagree, agree. And then always please, you know, subscribe. Lizards and Locations. Uh, we bring both this podcast, you know, Tavern Ramblings, as well as our multitude of campaigns yeah. uh, that we have. And then also... Um, you know, um, well, I'm going to be editing this really soon so I can get this out there. So you'll know that we're going to have Shattermare uh, joining true. us for a Dark Souls Ooh, uh, show. And Andrew will be DMing that's that one. Right. That's how I know it's good. So it's going to be so good. We're so happy. And once again, you know, when you edit it, that might come this. You know what? No, I'm going to edit this quick. You just see. You just watch. <laughs> or you just listen. You just listen. All right. Can we roll yet? Can we roll yet? <laughs> <laughs>